0: You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! S. S. Anthony Thomas. Hello, my friends. This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. What's going on, everybody? happy late Wednesday early Thursday whenever I decide to put this online to you <laughs> I gotta I gotta relay something to you this is this is an interesting story I, I I go to a McDonald's okay and I get all I want is a burger and a sweet tea you know and I'm in the drive-thru but when you go to McDonald's most of the time it's pretty good you go there you buy whatever you're gonna buy and then you get the hell out of there you eat it on the way home if you have french fries of course the fries will be cold by the time you get out of the driveway if you have a hamburger, of course, you're going to have about 10% of it on your shirt. And if you have a sweet tea, it's going to be mostly iced with a guest, special guest star sweet tea. You know that. Not that I'm complaining. But one of the things that is one of the things you dread when you go to any fast food place, and this isn't McDonald's specific, is when they go, would you mind pulling over there, sir? Because what that means is, it's going to take you six years to get whatever you just ordered, no matter how simple it is. Um, see that section over there with people that are all giving me the middle finger and saying things about my mother and and, and and preparing to throw bricks at the window? I want you to go park over there with them because they're also going to be waiting way, way too long for food that we do 700 times a day at a place called fast food. I know we should be able to be fast with this because it's called a fast food place and because we do exactly the same thing every day, we should have become efficient at it by now. But um, no, that's not what's going to happen today. So could you sit over there, please, and tell that guy with the brick not to throw it because that's that's not nice. So I pull the car over and I'm sitting there waiting and I see this kid running towards the car. And I'm looking at him and the funny thing about it was he had a Look of urgency, but at the same time there was a, there was a calm there. I don't know how to. Ex- it's kind of hard to, to to juxtapose those two looks, but they both existed. So the kid runs towards me, and I wasn't even worried about it. I, and I had been carjacked before, and this kid's running towards me. And the only thing I was thinking was, oh, there's a bus stop over there. Maybe this kid's uh, this kid's trying to catch the bus. And this kid's better move for us faster than that. If he wants to catch the bus, he's got to run faster, and he's running right now. And that's what I thought. And as he passes me, I see a police car pull into the driveway and start heading towards him. No sirens, but lights, and they're moving at a quick cruising speed. And it had been—it's very obvious they had now zeroed in on that kid. He was the reason that they—he—he was—they he was, were the reason he was running. And it was really weird because I had seen people be ch- chased by the police before, you know, back in the day when I was younger. I don't get to see it that much often, but I, that much more often. But I, but I saw it before, so it's not like it's a new thing. But what is newest people's reaction to it? When I was younger, somebody was, you know, the police officers were coming and saw a guy running with the police. Everyone would just kind of, you know, get behind their cars or duck or hide or something like that. Oh, God, this is going to be, oh, I'm scared. This is going to be, oh, oh, watch out. Somebody might get shot. Oh, this is, this is oh, my goodness. This is incredible. Oh, my God, watch out. These people did not skip a beat. They just kind of looked very calmly just kind of watched the whole situation. Now, keep in mind, the police car ran between the people. The guy who was running from the police ran between the people and none of them moved out of the way. They, they, it was almost as if they were like, oh, guess this is a police chase. Yeah, interesting. And not only did that happen, they started discussing the police chasing this kid the same way two people would discuss a sporting event when you had no... Rooting interest in either team, you know, like when you watch a football game and your team isn't playing, but two other teams are playing, and it's two teams you don't give a damn about either one of them, but you like football, so what the hell? And this is what they were doing. They were, they were literally. I'm sitting there with my car windows rolled down, and I saw two older guys literally discussing tactics. One guy, went, you know what? uh I'm gonna tell you something right now. Look at this kid. Look at this kid. He, he is not even running that fast. I mean, what, who does he think he is? What he thinks the car? He thinks the car going to get tired or something? I mean, if he really wants to get away from the police officers, he better run faster than that. And these cops, I mean, why didn't they get out of the car and chase him? You know, this is just one of them should have got out the car, you know, climbed out the window, jumped out of something, and started running after the boy, then maybe they could box him in. And then his friend right next to him, yeah, you know what you're talking about, man. You know what I mean? First of all, if that was me, running from the police officers. I would do a different move. See, I might, you know, run into the McDonald's and take off my coat and kind of blend in with people. Or I would run around the other side of the McDonald's and then when the police car came up, I would go back the opposite way because by the time they stopped the car and got out, I would be like half a block away and then they would have to start the car, turn it around, and then go because you know they wouldn't want to leave the car. So, I mean, my, my, you know know what you're talking about? And they're going back and forth like they're discussing strategy in a football game with two minutes left on the clock. I'm sitting there going, "What the hell is with these two idiots? These people! They're, they're, this is a this is a police chase. This is you know this is not the last two minutes of the of an NA, NA, uh, NBA finals game. You're not drawing up X's and O's, but they were drawing up X's and O's. Oh, you know what? You, what would you do? Another guy. Yeah, you know I would have done. I would have just. I mean, I've never been chased by the police. I'm a dentist, but I mean, if you really think about it, the best move, strategically speaking." Because of the lack of flexibility of the vehicle versus the human body, he personally he should have run across that field right there because that leads to train tracks. And on the other side of the train tracks, he could go in any direction. I mean, there's lots of stores over there. He could catch the subway. He could catch a bus. He could backtrack, you know, go through the field, have them think he's going, to, going through the field. And then they drive on the other side of the field. He sees the car and then he comes back in the opposite direction. I mean, it's obvious these guys were going to get out of the car. If they were going to get out of the car, they'd have gotten out of the car. I'm just saying he needs to use his head. And I'm thinking, yeah, he should have used his head. He should have not snatched that lady's purse. How about that? Maybe if he didn't snatch that lady's purse, they would, he wouldn't be running from their asses. That's the best strategy. If I'm going to pull out the chalkboard and go, okay, there's an old lady right there with her check. You're walking behind the lady. Here's where I'm going to draw this play leave the lady alone and get a job or at least leave the lady alone and don't go to jail because you want to take this lady's purse you piece of crap how about that play right there <laughs> you know it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life and, 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 the, and the, the people kept coming as they were speaking louder and louder and louder everybody was coming in and giving their little strategy about what they would have done had the police officers been chasing them Another lady walks up and she goes, you know, my husband actually was a criminal. I mean, you guys are talking and I can tell by the way you're talking that you don't, you're not criminals and you don't even know any criminals. But my police, my my husband has run from the police many times. I mean, he's gotten caught because he's in jail now. I mean, so maybe I shouldn't even be saying anything because, you know, it only you only have to get caught the one time. I mean, the five or six times that he ran from the police and didn't get caught doesn't really matter because he did get caught the last time. But all, all I'm saying is, is that the first thing you do is you just take the purse you take out what you want from the purse and then you throw the purse down. And the lady is so happy to have her purse that she's rifling through the purse. And she and that will give you enough time because while she's doing that, instead of calling the police officers and all of that kind of thing, she'll be looking through the purse. And by the time she finds out what you took away, you're long gone. And then by the time she calls the cops, you're so far away that the cops can't catch you. And it was a long pause. And everyone went, yeah, you're right, yeah, 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 yeah. Like like what she said was some kind of good thing. Like this was some kind of good information. Yes, we all now have a really, really wonderful strategy on how to rob an old woman and mac- and minimize our opportun- uh, the, the opportunities for the police to get us. Yes, this lady's strategy is fantastic. I don't know why we all didn't think of that before. It's probably because we all decided not to become criminals and to become productive members of society and not rob old women and take their purses. Maybe that's why. But as it turns out, the police officers... Did not catch the cat, at least not at that point. They all come they pull back into the McDonald's. And they see the same people that were standing. And they were almost in the same physical positions they were in when the car came by in the first place. And they go up to the guys and they ask them, uh, did you see anything? Uh, you see? And the ladies they're, they're describing the guy, oh, he was about this and tall, this, that, this, 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 that, this, 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 the, this, that, this, 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 this. And that took about seventeen minutes the whole thing and finally my hamburger came out and when my hamburger came out and my sweet tea came out I didn't give a shit so I turned on my car and I pulled the hell out of that damn parking lot and started driving away and I put my hand in the bag I ordered a hamburger and there was a filet of fish in the bag I ordered the sweet tea and I got a tea But apparently, wherever my hamburger was, the sweet from the sweet tea was with the hamburger. Yep. You know how sometimes you go someplace and you want to have a dinner and a show? Well, I got a show, those people talking and the guy running from the police, and the show sucked. And then I got my dinner, which was the wrong stuff. And the dinner sucked. You know what I'm thinking about doing? I'm thinking about going back to that McDonald's and filing a report with the police. Yeah. Can you have an entire McDonald's arrested? I hope so. You know what, guys? I'm starting to think that rational people are starting to get lazy. (laughs) I'm serious about it. If you really think about it, every time you see something that happens, either in the news uh, on politics and entertainment, it's always the nutcases that make everything bad or the mean people that are getting all the shine. These are the people that are running things. These are the people that we pay attention to and they get all the attention. The good people don't necessarily get good attention. The news does not put on stories about all the great things people do. Why should they? Because we always pay attention to the a-holes. I was actually watching the news a little while ago and it was a guy on... I forgot his name. Uh, probably because uh, every time I say it, I vomit but he was literally talking about the the uh, soldier that was just gotten that was just brought back. He was a prisoner of war. He was brought back uh, to the country, was, you know, being able to be reunited with his parents. He's back in back in the hands of the Americans. Okay, and there was a talking head on a cable news program known for having three idiots hosted, who was saying that the father should shave his beard because he looks like a Taliban. Now the father, I believe. Uh, was 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 growing his beard as long as his son was there. I don't know if that was the case. I think that's what the case was. But what, whatever this, whatever the reason, this group actually kidnapped the man's son, and you're saying that he looks like that. That's pretty disgusting. And it was also a guy that said, if I, he said that, and this is quite a while. This this is years ago that the Taliban could actually save the American public the problem, and essentially he was eluding that he wished that the Taliban would actually kill this gentleman because he, in his mind the man was a deserter now even if he was a deserter okay let's just say for the sake of argument in this scenario this particular military man was a deserter why would he why was he a deserter if he was a deserter now if he was if he went you know what I'm going to do I'm tired of this I'm going to go help the other side yeah okay maybe then he could go you know what fuck him but what if he was a deserter because he had seen things and gone through things and everyone has a breaking point? And what about this young man reached his breaking point, couldn't take it anymore and just flipped out and then got caught? Would that change the way you, think, you would think about him? Would that make you think differently about this young man if you realize he just reached his breaking point and just flipped out and just ran away from the base because he took, couldn't take it anymore? He couldn't handle the battle anymore. He couldn't handle the stress anymore. Will that change anyone's mind then? It amazes me what people will actually say to get attention. What people will actually say with the specific intent of hurting someone who disagrees with them ideologically. It doesn't make any sense. There's nothing wrong with having a, an opposing point of view. There's nothing wrong with having a, an oppo- opposing politics. There's nothing wrong with that. But there is something wrong in, realize, in, in not realizing that you're talking about human beings here. When you insulted this man's father, talking about his beard, right after the guy's son is, is released, why would you do that? Why would you use your, your pulpit, your bully pulpit, the news, a popular news program on a popular news station, why would you put that out in the ether to say something that would ruin the moment that this guy gets his kid back from people known to behead people? and to torture people and to kill people. He's sitting there not knowing at any point in time if that phone rings whether or not it's going to be a phone call that his son's head is chopped off. Or that his son was set on fire and dragged down the street. Or that his son was... any number of things. And this jackass goes on the news and says something disgusting to ruin it. What about the pre- the other asshole who was saying that maybe the, he, was, he was hoping the kid got killed? Imagine sitting at home, your kid's overseas somewhere Held by people who, let's be honest, are not exactly known for being kind to American citizens. I think we know this already. And someone in your country, on a news station in your country, a fellow citizen is wishing that your son was dead. Does that, does that make any sense to anybody? We have to check assholes in this country. And even if I disagreed with, even if I disagreed with the person who was the opposing the person who was on my show. I would have said, even if I hated the president and all of that kind of stuff, I would not allow someone on my show to say that shit. I wouldn't do it. He could say that trying to score political points, trying to rile up the base, and then that would be one of those instances where I would say, listen, I disagree with, you know, party A or party B as well, but on this station, you do not even insinuate that you wish that an American soldier, no matter what you think about him, gets killed. You don't get to say that. You owe an apology to the person's father and mother and his family. And you owe an apology to the station for saying that on here. We don't do that here. I disagree politically with certain people, but you're not allowed to say that. Why can't we check assholes anymore? That was an assholish thing to say. In any other way, in any other circumstance, assholes get checked. Where I come from, you don't get to say things like that. You don't get to say, oh, I wish your son was killed. You know what would happen if you actually said that in real life? You walk up to somebody and they're, they're, they're overhearing, you overheard their conversation, they were talking about how their son was kidnapped, and you, you walked up to them, you know, I hope they kill your son. What do you think would happen to that person? What do you think would happen? The kind of thing we all would want to happen. That guy would knock the hell out, and he should get knocked the hell out for that in that specific circumstances. Circumstance, He wouldn't say that to the person's face. He would never walk up to that guy's father and say, I hope the Taliban kills your son. He wouldn't say that. Why? Because there would be a filter that he would know he's looking at another human being. At that point, the father would be a human being standing in front of him. Now, maybe there would be something inside of him that would say, I can't say this to this man's face. That's just too mean. Or there'd be something inside of him that say, I can't say this to this guy's face because that's his son and he's going to whip my ass. Well, if that filter exists in you anywhere, turn it on. Use it. Use it. People don't use the filters anymore. If you notice the assholes are always the loudest. There are more rational people. There are more people that are not stupid in the country than the stupid. There are more people in the country that care about other people than don't care about other people. I don't know what the percentage is but I know they're the majority. But the only problem with that is sane and rational people are not loud. The fact that they're sane and rational means they they modulate themselves. They don't go crazy. They don't do stupid, over-the-top things. That's not part of who they are. That's why they're sane and rational people. Only the loudmouths, the assholes, and the crazies make all the noise. Okay. If you really think about it, when you're on the road, and you're on a major freeway in a major city, thousands of cars go past you. Thousands of them go past you. And, and, you, and you pretty much don't notice them. I mean, they're there, but you're not paying attention to them. You don't give a crap about them. You're listening to your radio or having a conversation in your car. But that small percentage of people, the one that cuts you off, you don't get cut off 50,000 times during the course of a day. You get cut off maybe twice, maybe three times on a long trip. You don't get tailgated by everybody. You get tailgated by a few people you don't get flipped off by everyone, you get flipped off by a couple of people but who do you remember? you don't remember the people that let you in you don't remember the person that drove at a safe distance, you don't remember the person that was going to change lanes realized it would inconvenience you or endanger you and chose not to, you wouldn't even notice that but you notice the person that cuts you off and then slows down in front of you because they're an asshole you notice the person that almost knocks you out of the lane because they're not paying attention you notice the person that's on their cell phone and damn near runs you into a ditch you, you, you remember the person that's an inch and a half from behind your car and almost runs into you because you have to slow down because something in the road is an obstruction that you have to avoid and you barely miss getting hit by the person. You remember that person. They're an aberration when you think about the percentages. But they're the ones that make the most noise. You may drive at the speed limit. A sane rational person will either drive at the speed limit or maybe drive 75 instead of 65. The crazies, the nutcases and the assholes will drive 100. Now you could have driven a hundred if you wanted to, but you thought better of it. Why? You're figuring, yeah, I might be late for work because I woke up late, but I'd rather get to work 20 minutes late, 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late, or an hour late. I'd rather do that than smash into a pole and kill myself, or run into something and be in a big ball of flames, or endanger other cars because I didn't set my alarm. Sane and rational people don't make a lot of noise because they're sane and rational people. The crazies make the noise. I'm sure there's there's tons of people on the news talking about how they're glad that the soldier is coming home or is going to be reunited with his family. They're glad they were able to get him back. But that's not going to make a lot of news and that's not going to make a lot of impact. You're not going to notice that. That's the other car driving along the road just like you are. I don't know anything about the soldier, but I'm glad that a human being that was kidnapped overseas sitting around a bunch of people known for killing themselves and killing other people, terrorists, is going home to his family. I wish that for anybody who's held captive under any circumstance. Unless there's someone who committed a crime and deserves to be detained in some way. But if you're a person who didn't do anything wrong, or you did do something wrong, but it was because you, you broke under the pressure, maybe you flipped out, I don't know. But who would want to have someone be kidnapped or detained like that, under threat of death? No, no one wants that. Same people don't want that for anybody else. A same person wouldn't go, I hope that guy gets killed. A same person wouldn't spit in the face, verbally speaking. Not literally spit, but would not do that to the parent and the parents and the family and the friends of people when this guy's on his way home. Yeah, I know you want to score political points. You want to say bad things about the president. I get it. I voted for the guy twice, okay? And I agree with some of the things he does, and I disagree with some other things. But I wouldn't get into all the silliness that some of these people get into. I wouldn't try to score political points against even a political opponent when the other, the president before this one was in office, when George Bush was in office. I wouldn't try to score political points against him by making things up or saying horrible things about people that weren't true. I would never do that. You couldn't pay me enough to do that because I'm a sane, rational person. I may drive at 75 sometimes, you know, and driving at 75 might be going... God, this guy's an idiot, referring to the previous president. But if his family was sick, I wouldn't wish anything bad on them. I wouldn't want anybody to hurt the guy. No. I wouldn't use his ethnicity against him. No. I would never go on the news and wish a soldier dead because it would help my political cause against him. I wouldn't do that. Why? I'm a sane, rational person. I only go 75. Occasionally, I'll go 80, and me going 80 is going, that stupid motherfucker. But I never drove 100. I never wished death on anybody. I never used an ethnicity against somebody. I never said disgusting things about a person's children or family. I wouldn't do that. We have to check assholes. You understand? We have to check assholes in this country. And I don't mean just in this country. We need to check assholes around the world. There are a lot of assholes around the world doing horrible things to people. You see it every day. You see it. You even see it on your damn when you're watching reruns on television. You see children starving to death. How the fuck is that still happening? How the fuck is that still happening somewhere? How? There's assholes in the world who don't let food supplies go through. There's assholes in the world who take supply money and keep it for themselves so they can buy another Lexus. You know, I want to keep another American car. They keep another American car and they have another castle or whatever the fuck they have. 27 jets. And somebody's starving over there. There's nothing wrong with having a lot of things. If you work hard or you create a product or a service that makes you super duper mega ultra wealthy, more power to you. Because I hope one day soon that I'm going to be super duper mega ultra wealthy. I want to be that way. I believe I'm going to make it. I really do. And I'm going to want to have stuff. But some of the stuff that I want is people not being dead around the world because assholes take the money from them. I'm kind of, I'm kind of want to want to not have that happen tired of seeing the commercials on TV with people starving. I'm tired of seeing people on the news having horrible things done to them around the world because their countries are led by assholes that are not checked because they have oil or not checked because they have certain things that other countries need. And it's more important to have those things than to take care of the people. Assholes need to be checked no matter where they are. We have to check assholes we have to do it because if you don't check assholes they become bigger assholes well I have an enemy and he's your enemy too and even though you're a complete piece of shit I'm gonna side with you to stop that guy And then you stop that guy and then now the person who's opposed to you is now okay let's go back to fucking each other over and, and ruining people and what problem did you really solve I think it's, it comes to the point now where the sane, rational people even though we don't want to drive 100 like the crazies are who do all the wacky things and make all the noise and get all the headlines and and, and gin up the base of their parties it's time for the rational people to start driving 80 okay just for a little while just you know when it's time to vote maybe you should drive 80-85 then you know maybe you don't want to make a lot of noise between elections Or when it comes time to pull the fucking lever down and stop assholes from doing horrible things to your country. That's when it's time to step on the pedal. You got to check the assholes. If you don't check assholes, assholes become bigger assholes and bigger assholes. You got to check bullies because if you don't check bullies, bullies become bigger bullies. And the bigger the asshole, the bigger the bully, the bigger the impact. And if the impacts become too big, then at some point, you're going to have to drive 100 just like the assholes and the bullies do. And if you and they're driving 100 and you're driving 100, it's going to be a whole lot of accidents and a whole lot of people get killed. Metaphorically speaking. And sometimes, not metaphorically speaking. We got to do what's right here, guys. We have to check the assholes because if we don't. Everybody's gonna be driving 100. Everybody's gonna be doing things they don't want to do and they shouldn't have to do to counteract the other people. We could have stopped them in the beginning. Could have shut them down early. Could have had traffic cops sitting there the whole time going, "Bang, wher, Sorry, sorry. We're gonna to have to pull you over." Did you pull me over before? You were going 100, asshole. You see the sign up there that says 65. You'd have gone 75. We wouldn't have said anything to you. But you're endangering other people with your stupidity. You're endangering other people with your recklessness. So you can either decide that you're going to be normal like everyone else and not be an asshole, and realize you're on the wrong side of history. We're going to, have to take away your license, get your ass on the bus, because <laughs> you won't be able to get the wheel there. That's all I'm saying. Let me ask you. This is this is something that happened to me recently. And this is this is pretty interesting, guys. I go to a store where I normally buy my clothes, and this this, this store normally has good stuff, and I, I go in there and, you know, sometimes the stuff is a little too too expensive to get. You know, I mean, you could get it, but, you, but you'll but you feel it if you get it, and and they have some stuff that's at reasonably priced too, but I always walk through there just to find out what the deal is, and I go through there and I get, I see these really wonderful shirts. They have really nice looking shirts, really good looking shirts, and I'm looking at them going, you know, they're gonna, they'll probably be a little expensive, maybe I'll grab two. So I go over to the rack and they have the price tag on and I'm going, oh, man, maybe I'll grab one. And then I look closer and there was a tag on the back of it that said it was a manager special and the price was two dollars. And I'm sitting there going, whoa, 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 the shirt's supposed to cost this. But they're actually two dollars. This has got to be a mistake. Maybe there's a zero missing and they meant twenty dollars. Because I don't want to walk all the way up there upstairs to the to the cash register with a bunch of shirts on my arm thinking I'm buying $2 shirts and then have them go, sir, you stupid bastard. That's just $20. Because that's the kind of thing that would get you laughed out of the store. <laughs> that guy thought that shirt was $2. <laughs> you dumb bastard. I'm going, okay, whatever, pal. All right. I don't care if you're three years old. That is wrong to say to somebody. But. But as it turns out, that was the price. So I get the shirts and I didn't think anything of them. They were really nice looking white shirts that you just kind of pull over, you know, and I didn't think anything of them. I was like, it oh, looks pretty good. So I go to a donut shop that I normally go to. And these ladies see me all the time. A nice lady, the pretty young Cambodian ladies, you know. Um, I say Cambodian ladies because every time I go in there, they remind me that they're from Cambodia and I'm going, okay, yeah, you know, I've known you for like four years. I know you're from Cambodia okay and i don't know why you keep bringing it up actually i don't really mind that you keep bringing it up because you're both very attractive and you're wearing tank tops so i'm cool with it not to be a sexist pig but gorgeous women are gorgeous women fuck y'all don't judge me and so i go in there and i'm hanging out and the girls who were there they go you look good and i'm thinking okay thank you it's very nice i figured that's just you know uh the kind of thing you know it's like a nice little thing to say because i was i wasn't normal i wasn't in sweats or my t-shirts like i normally am because i walk around very casually she goes, you look good. And they kept saying, you look good. You look, And the next one comes up, you look good. And I'm, I'm just a regular dude. But for some reason, I, for, in this shirt, I'm all of a sudden, I'm, you know, Tay Diggs or something. And so, and, and it's like, hey, you look, and, they, and then when I walked out, they're all pointing at me and, and smiling. And I'm going, what the hell? So I'm walking down the street. I'm trying to get back to my car. And I see girls looking at me. And one girl, you know what? You look good in that shirt. I'm going, oh, thanks. Okay. And then another one, and then another one. Dudes were going, yo, man, that shirt is tight. And I was like, okay, thanks, Uh, cool. A $2 shirt. A $2 shirt. I'm getting compliments from hot uh, uh, Cambodian ladies. I'm getting uh, 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 compliments from hot uh, college girls walking down the street, uh, age-appropriate ladies walking down the street. Dudes are saying anything, and it's a $2 shirt. And I'm glad I bought a bunch of these damn things, right? Only problem is, all of the shirts... Were white and you only get compliments on a, on a white shirt if it's clean and that means if you put that shirt on at eight o'clock in the morning you have a window of compliments of about 30 minutes. Because before 9 o'clock, trust me, you will get something on that shirt. You don't. Need, you won't even know you got something on the shirt. Somebody across the street will breathe too hard, and the dust that is moved by the air across the street in front of their mouth will somehow fly across the street, weave through traffic, go over a tree, and land on your shirt somewhere and mess it up. If you got a white shirt and you got any stains on it anywhere, you are not getting any compliments. Because I walked back into that, that, that place uh, to get another cup of coffee because I was nearby. And they ain't say shit. They were like, hi, how you doing? Hey, how's, how's it going, lady? Yes, worm, scumbag, die. What the hell happened? You, you just, why are you throwing knives at me? Then I realized I had a stain on the shirt. Apparently, one stain on this white shirt takes away all of its powers. Stains on that white shirt were like kryptonite to Superman. All of a sudden, I couldn't fly anymore. I couldn't see through anything. Okay? All of a sudden, my super speed was gone. All of a sudden, my x-ray vision did not work anymore. Why? Because I got a stain on my perfect white shirt, and it sucks. You know the funny thing about white... I used to to wear different type of shirts. I normally don't wear white shirts, but those shirts look so good, so I figured, what what the hell, right? But then I realized... I'm doing exactly the same thing I do on a regular basis. I'm drinking the same juices when I drive in the car, and if I have a little sandwich, I do the same. I, I changed my behavior none, which means the same amount of stains that were getting on the white shirt were getting on the other shirts. But nobody could notice them because they were so tiny. But the stains had to have been there because I was doing the same thing. I didn't even notice that I spilled anything. So obviously the same spills were happening. It's the same behavior patterns. But the only difference was my regular shirts didn't have the superpowers of the white shirt. The white shirt made me Superman. The white shirt made women want to get in on with me more than they normally do because I'm a very, very very hot man. (laughs) Okay, that's not true. But listen, but somehow the white shirt didn't have its powers once a stain was on it. And I realized a white shirt is nothing more than a damn tattletale. Your white shirt is the tattletale of clothes. It really is. Your white shirt is like the the search history of clothes. Your white shirt is the tattletale internet search history of clothes, damn it. Yes, it is. Because you can't, you. So, man, how was that grape soda you had today? Grape soda? How'd you not have a grape soda? Because I'm looking at your, your shirt. Oh, shit. Damn it. Shut up, sir. I'm talking too much, damn it. Hey man, I thought you was on a diet, man. What you doing eating spaghetti? I ain't had no spaghetti. Your shirt said you did. Damn it, shirt, you paddle tail bastard. Shut up, shirt. You must have went to see your girlfriend, huh? <laughs> you and your girlfriend was getting on, huh? How what you talking about? Look at that lipstick on your collar. Shut up, shirt. Well, actually, shirt, you can tell about that. I don't mind people knowing that I'm getting some action. So, shirt, speak louder. Oh, so you're not gonna speak louder, shirt? Oh, now you can't talk. Fuck you, shirt, damn it. <laughs> But it is, man. A white shirt is like your internet search history. It tells everything you do. It doesn't know how to shut the hell up. And you can't erase it. The only way you can erase your internet search history from your shirt is to wash the bastard. Just like when you go onto your computer and you go in there and you go click and erase search history. But unlike, but on the computer, when your search history is gone, people go, hey, 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 hey. I've seen you on the computer and apparently all of a sudden six weeks of search, searches has been erased from your computer. Now, you may only be trying to hide one or two things. But you, you go, you know, I want to erase six weeks of this shit just to be safe. And if you erase six weeks of shit, please make sure you have six weeks, weeks of shit to hide. You'd be better off having an occasional porn occurrence in your search history. Then erase nine years worth of search history, and people thinking you have nine straight years of looking at the, the, the teenage Asian titties on, or the you know, or, uh, 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 you know uh, African asses, or whatever the hell you decide to look at. They're gonna think you're disgusting, more disgusting than you actually are, and you are disgusting. Don't don't act like you're not. If you're listening to me and you like me, and I know I'm disgusting, that means you're at least partially disgusting. But that's the only way you can erase your search history from your shirt is to wash it. In fact, a bib, if you get a bib and put a bib on, a bib on a white shirt is like the incognito window. You know what I mean? It's like, you know you're going to spill something, you know in advance, I'm going to eat this cheesesteak, I'm going to have the spaghetti, I know it's going to splash on my shirt. A little bit, a little bit of the spray is going to splash out, so I better put this damn bib on to make sure that none of it gets on the shirt. You eat the cheesesteak, eat the spaghetti, you take the bib off, your shirt's still clean, bam, incognito window for your white shirt. The white shirt does not know how to shut the hell up. White shirt, you should be more like my other shirt. You know, the shirt with the multiple colors. You see what I'm saying, America? See what I'm saying, the rest of the world? The shirt of one color. One color shirt. Single color shirts that don't have other colors inside of them. Can't take the heat. The single color shirt can't take the pressure of the food. But the multicolored shirts... Because of the mix of colours, my friends, the mix of textures can hide the food particles. Yes, there's a little bit of dirt underneath. There's a little bit of stuff you want to hide, but the tapestry of all of those colors and all of those textures in your shirt make it a bearable place. Can't we have a world like that? Can't we have a world that's like a multicolored shirt? No, you still want the white shirt? Racists. <laughs> You know what, guys? I want to check in with you on an idea that I am I want to pass along. Maybe we can actually start a social media movement that will allow this to take place, this to be part of the law, this to be socially acceptable, this to be something that people could do. I'm not a violent man, even though my favorite two sports are NFL football and UFC uh, mixed martial arts. I'm not a violent man at all, you know. But even I realize that there are times in life Where flipping a finger is not enough, where cursing is not enough, but shooting someone is way too much. This should be something where, instead of suing a person, you should get to slap the shit out of them. Yes, I said it. Because you don't want to beat the person up. You don't want to hurt the person or injure the person. You do want to hit them. You definitely want to hit them. But you don't want to injure them. You want to slap them hard enough that they know, you know what, I don't think I want to do that anymore. You've been cut off in traffic, right? Now, granted, it's like, like anything else, in many cases, you go, no harm, no foul. Yes, this person cut me off. Yes, this person already almost hit my car, but I was able to avoid the person hitting my car. I really want to slap the shit out of that person. You should be able to write down that person's license plate number, go to a judge, describe the offense, and have the person go, yes, you get to slap the shit out of that person that cut you off in traffic. And you should be you should be able to go over to that person's house, ring the doorbell, show them the piece of paper, and go, hey, remember me? No, I don't. Of course you don't, because you weren't paying attention. I'm the one you cut off in traffic three weeks ago. And remember, you you, you looked you look back and you laughed, and you put your middle finger up, and then you accelerated in front of me? Yeah, well, uh, if you read that paper right there, I get to slap the shit out of you. Oh, no, exactly. Pow! Okay, we're good. And then you leave. Right? It doesn't really cost you any money. It doesn't cost him any money or her any money. It doesn't cost anything. But that person deserves to get the shit slapped out of them. There are many occasions where someone needs the shit slapped out of them. You can't say that you've never wanted to slap somebody. Come on, man. You know you wanted to slap somebody. I I know a bunch of people I wanted to slap. I didn't. Like I said, I'm not a violent guy, but I can think about slapping the shit out of people. We just talked about traffic. uh, uh, in traffic where you want to slap the shit out of people. We'll stick with the car theme. When somebody steals your parking space, they should have the shit slapped out of them. If they stole a parking space, that means that parking spaces were scarce. And if they zipped into the parking space at a speed where a person would normally not zip into a parking space, they did that because they knew they were taking the parking space from you, and that was their intent. Now, you're going to find another parking space in five to seven minutes probably. Someone else is going to leave. It's a pain in the ass, but it's not a major thing. A week from now, you won't even remember this person stealing the parking space. But that person who stole the parking space will be emboldened. They will do it again and again, unless they are stopped. And the best way to stop them, ha! <laughs> exactly, go to the judge, give up the license plate, Go up to that house three weeks later. Remember me? I was actually in the car with my wife and kids and we were going Christmas shopping and you decided to steal a parking space from in front of us and, and then you didn't even actually go into this into the store where the parking space was for. You actually went into the bar down the street and you stayed there for 12 hours and blocked up a parking space that I couldn't get and other people who were actually legitimately shopping in this mall needed. Read this paper. Oh, shit. Exactly. I get to slap the shit out of you. We should do that, damn it. We should be allowed to slap the shit out of people who deserve the shit slapped out of them. It should happen on a regular basis, man. We should have people that that actually, instead of a, a, a town watch, we should have a town watch you get slapped. That's what I... You heard what I said. Instead of town watch, it should be the town watch you get slapped person. A person who stands there and watches you. And if you do something wrong that deserves you to get the shit slapped out of you, they should write you a little note, get your thumbprint, write down the time and date, tell the person to stand there, point to the spot on their face, and let you slap the shit out of Wait a minute. Did you just grab that lady's ass. Well, uh, I was just trying to give her a compliment. Lady, get him. Wham! Now... This is just if people are regular-sized people. Now, if the person who committed the slappable offense is some six foot two dude and you're related lady that's 4'11", you slapping him is it, really not going to hurt. You can't hit him in the nuts because that's a whole different thing. That's assault salt of the nuts. You can't do nothing to the salting of the nuts. And I don't even like salted nuts, but that's a whole different story. You can't slap this guy, it's not gonna mean anything. He's not gonna learn anything, and if he's enough of a pig to try to grab a woman's ass in the public, he'll probably like the fact that you slapped him. He'll probably lick his you slap me some more girl. You need to go and press a button and say that I'll get you later. He goes home, ha <laughs> ha, nothing's gonna happen. But since you're a four foot eleven lady or a four foot eleven guy and you slap on her the six foot two, two hundred and twenty pound guy, you should be able to hire a person, a surrogate face slapper. And that guy shows up. Knock, knock, knock. Hey, man, what's up? Is this your name, man? Yeah, that's me. You remember this little person right here? Yeah. They were too small to slap you Because you were about to figure you were six 6'2"? Yeah. Yeah, I'm 6'7". 3'20". See this piece of paper? Oh, shit. Exactly. Wham! Slap the shit out of him. Now look, I'm not one of those people that, like I said, I'm not a violent guy. I'm not the kind of person that just wants to get some, okay, I do want to see some people get slapped. But that's a whole different story. But I'm not a violent guy, you know. I'm not the kind of guy that just goes, yeah, I think everyone should get the shit slapped out of them. No, it should be for special occasions. There should be draconian penalties for false face slapping. If you false face slap, you get kneed in the groin. That's right. You go up to somebody's house with a forged paper and you just slap the shit out of someone who does not deserve the slap. Oh, you get kicked in the groin. Now, granted, people are going to go, "Yeah, I know that," but see, it's going to be a little different if women get kicked in the groin because it's different. It's different, you know, because they they don't have testicles and testicles are much more sensitive and you can't do that to the women. And you did, no, well, yes, you can. You don't want to hit the women. I don't like hitting women. I would never hit women even though other women should be able to hit women. In fact, I was thinking about that for, let me think about that for a second. What about a woman does something that deserves getting the shit slapped out of them? I mean, as a guy, I would never hit a woman. So I guess you would basically, you would have to hire women to slap the shit out of other women. Lady, why did you do that? Because I can, you bastard. And what are you going to do? Me personally? I'm not going to do anything. (laughs) Uh, Let me take a quick picture of your license plate. Click, okay, you go right ahead. Okay, take yourself. Three weeks later, knock, knock, knock. Hi, hey, is this your license plate? Yes, it is. Pow! Slap the shit out of her. <laughs> I just, you know, the funny thing is, is, is ridiculous. Is, is the, the joke I just told about slapping people is. Do you realize, you know, if you go into Singapore, they cane people. I mean, caning people, taking a cane and just whipping somebody's ass. Now, if you can, if you can whoop somebody with a cane in Singapore, and that, that's that's a that's a bamboo cane that could can rip your skin up, that can cause permanent welts. That that's incredibly painful. A slap to the face is nothing. A lot of people don't don't do things that are worthy of going to jail. You don't want to put everybody in jail. You should just put violent people in jail. The nuisance people, a fine doesn't mean anything. Because if you got a lot of money and you get fined, what difference does it make? If I do, if, I'm, if I commit an asshole offense and a fine is $60 and I make a lot of money, I don't give a shit about that. But a slap to the face is a slap to the face. Whether you're rich or poor, if somebody pimp slaps the shit out of you, across the face, bam, smack. Boom, Biff Powell, like an old Batman series that was on before I was born. That, a slap to the face feels the same to a rich guy or a rich lady as to a poor person. A slap to the face, my friends. Do you agree with me? Huh? You want to start a social movement today? Where we get people that deserve to have the shit slapped out of them, get the shit slapped out of them? hashtag slap the shit out of them or we'll find the shorter hashtags. You can put more stuff into the tweets, but it'll have something about slap in it. Hashtag slap. How about that? (laughs) But I I mean, come on. You know you want to slap some people. You you can't not want to slap. Certain people just need to have the shit slapped out of them. It's the truth. So if you're with me, what we'll do is we'll We'll start groups. We'll start at small in small towns. And we'll slap the shit out of people in small towns. And then we'll move to the big cities. And when the big cities, when the people in the big cities get the shit slapped out of them, the word will spread. Oh my God, from small towns to big cities, people are slapping the shit out of people who deserve the shit slapped out of them. Assholes beware! The slap the shit out of your army is coming. And we're coming for both of your cheeks. <laughs> yeah. We gonna get you. Okay, you sick bastards. That has been this episode of the S. Yes Anthony Says Podcast. I want to thank you very, very much for tuning in. Uh, I'm enjoying this new weekly format. I'm putting the pieces into one podcast instead of podcasting several times a week, mainly because I don't want to be annoying people by saying, hey, my podcast, my podcast, I, that, that, that. I don't want to do that all the time. And also, I, I kind of like the longer format. I want to thank you guys for always checking me out and saying good things. Um, the home base of the podcast is sAnthonySays.Podbean.com. But you can also see, let's see, <laughs> you can also listen to the S. Anthony Says podcast on iTunes. On Stitcher Radio, on TuneIn Radio, um, follow me, of course, on at S Anthony says on Twitter or at, at or uh, at S. Thomas. The main Twitter for me is at S Anthony Thomas. That's the one I'm the most active on. The at S Anthony says on Twitter is the one specifically for the podcast. I suggest you follow both. Um, and the email for me is the S Anthony says podcast at Gmail. Dot com. I want to thank you guys very, very much. Do me a favor. Whatever you're listening to me on, whatever your podcast you're listening to me on, whether it be iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn or whatever podcast catcher you're listening on, make sure you give me a nice review. Make sure you give me a five-star rating. Unless it's a six-star rating, then give me a six-star rating. In fact, even if it's a five-star rating, still try to give me a six-star rating because that would be cool. <laughs> Much love to you all. I want to, appreciate, I, say I want to appreciate everything that you do. Make sure that you shout me out on your social networking sites and tell everybody to come listen to the podcast. This one is extra weird this week, but guess what? They're going to keep getting weirder because that's what's happening to me. I am also getting weirder. And the fact that I keep seeing the same people come back and bring people with them means not only am I weird, you're weird, and the people you're bringing back who are coming, listening, and staying are also weird. We're all a bunch of freaking weirdos. But it's nice that we're together, isn't it? Thank you. Much, much love to you all, and I will see you again next week. S. Anthony out.